0: to another episode of Faith Greater Than Fear. I'm here as Mike Shroggy at GMPI here in Joplin, Missouri. And we interview people from time to time that are local, that are followers of Jesus, love Christ, and are doing some great things in his kingdom. And that would be some of the descriptors for my guest today, Jay Sinclair. Jay, welcome. good Good to be with you, Mike. Yeah, so we are here at GMPI in Joplin. Jay is a longtime person here, living in Joplin. Tell us a little bit about your family, although that could be a long time. You're going to have to abbreviate. Yeah, uh,
1: we have to bring it down.
0: Yeah, because uh, we really and want to I get on what you do uh, in ministry for God and your king and kingdom work here. So first about the family. Yeah, well, Julie
1: and I have eight children and uh, eight grandchildren, four boys and four girls of each one. So. Uh, we're, we're grateful our oldest is overseas serving the Lord, and then uh, we've got a daughter here in town, and then um, a daughter in Australia, another son in Phoenix with his family, and then a son in Kentucky, another daughter in Phoenix, and then two, two boys here in college. So that's, that's our family.
0: That (laughs) grandparent stuff is really good, isn't it? It is fantastic. Yeah. So you're lots of ministry here uh, at the located church. From that, God kind of led you and Julie to other ministry opportunities. Explain to us a little bit more of what you're involved
1: today. So God's Resort is a transitional housing ministry, and we have 39 homes in a neighborhood that we use as a tool to help people through a community of Christ, find freedom from their past and reach their potential as a child of God. That's why we exist. And so uh, people come from all kinds of backgrounds. We've had doctor's wives who were left desolate, who did not know how to care, I mean, for themselves in the sense that they had nothing. They uh, didn't even know how to do relationship really. We've had everything from doctors' wives that lived on the golf course that became destitute, live at God's Resort, to people literally who have never had a home. And uh, But the basic idea is God wants a safe, dignified uh, place for people to meet him and his family and and grow in nine areas that we feel like If you can develop these nine areas, you're going to have stability in your life. And we wanna help you then take some goals and put some legs to those and then go forward with what God's got planned for your life. So, um, Yeah, this is like an intersection I say for the church and for people who need the church, who need relationship because they're broken. They're broken in the most important way. And the most important way is relationship. If you are broken with your relationship with God, and broken with yourself, and broken with others, and broken with your environment, you are profoundly in in poverty. And only God can bring healing to all those relationships. So that's what we seek.
0: Love the name God's Resort. Unpack a little bit for us. Well, maybe a story of a special person that, because you've got these nine areas. I mean, there there is this brokenness in all kinds of areas, and then we're going to say how this gets amplified in the season we're in with COVID. But as a person of faith, who do you think of when you want to say, Mike? Here's kind of a poster child of God doing a great thing in his or her life or their
1: family's life. Uh, I I I think about a, a family that is the Isabel family, they, they've shared their testimony publicly. So I'm, I'm free to share what they have shared, but, um, they came to us several years ago, um, with literally, um, just come, he just came out of a, a drug treatment program. Um, they had two little kids and they had five Walmart bags in the backpack and that's all they had. And uh, God just began to do that stability that only he can provide through uh, the kind of love and truth that he provides in his family. And today she owns her own business and he is the uh, general manager at Qdoba. And uh, their kids are awesome. And uh, God is, they're probably within, a year having their own home, buying their own home, and uh, they they love the Lord. They they're it's it's, it's literally an amazing miracle of God, and um, you know situations like that are just a testimony that, like uh, Corey Timboom said, there is no there is no pit that God is not deeper still. And uh, he redeems us from the pit, and he certainly crowns us with love and compassion. Not everybody's ready to come to God's resort, and uh, and sometimes they don't make it here. We just like to say, and, and we've had people actually come back later when they've had to leave because they've maybe gone back into addiction, or they don't even they haven't quite gotten the idea that we have to have a roof over our heads. Sometimes people come through poverty they haven't learned some basics and so anyway that's that's uh that's one really uh, amazing story that god's multiplied over and over again
0: well and i'm sure for this kind of heartwarming story you've got lots of stories you could put on the other side of the balance sheet that are yes still broken or like you said started and have stopped and oh, yeah. have thought they were really going to be great uh, success stories and something happened they reverted yeah. back to
1: an addiction reverted back to another city um we, we try to help people understand you know in their time here that um we're, we're if you come to jesus you're going to spiral up you're not going to spiral down that's that's the way of the world you spiral up which means that you're going to encounter some of the same things over and over again. And it may seem like at some point you are, are failing, but that's not possible. God redeems and he uses everything. And so I think that's why we've had people cycle back to here because they've understood, okay, I'm I'm not hopeless. I just, I've got to get six more months of clean time to go back and try again. And um, but it's that concept that, you know, though a righteous man falls seven times, he gets back up again. And so once you introduce somebody to Christ and they uh, begin that process of spiraling up, um, you can, it doesn't matter what happens to them. This is a place, a season, a time they may uh, progress all the way through our program. Or they may need to leave early, but they're still spiraling up. And we 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 want to resource even people that must leave because of uh, not being able to be within our parameters. Um, and uh, God God's good with everybody wherever we are. He He doesn't lose track. I love the metaphor of
0: spiraling. Uh, and it may feel like it's even a holding pattern, and maybe a down thing for a season, but it pulls you back up if you're with the Lord. What now with COVID, Jay, this spiraling and the kind of people you have opportunity to to try to draw into community. What is, what's COVID done to them who are out without a roof on their head? What has COVID done in your and your wife, Julie, and your staffs having to pivot and adjust to maybe
1: some more amplified needs? Yes, first of all, I want to describe to you a demographic, a wider de- demographic that we work with. And then I'll particularly address the people that live at God's Resort in our community. But um, for those who are not familiar, uh, Joplin went through a horrific tornado uh, and it wiped out a third of our city. And um, uh, I was uh, on, on the recovery, um, long-term recovery, Uh, committee of the of the city but those first few days after the tornado we would meet every morning as pastors in front of a little grassy on a little grassy knoll in front of the home depot that was totally collapsed and literally you you could 360 around you and not see anything standing and except for a hospital about two miles away uh, that had been destroyed but um one day as i was standing there and everybody had left and for that first week the storm clouds would come every morning and um, i'm standing there looking across and it was just as clear to my thoughts as my words are going into your ears right now Uh, the holy spirit said it it was always there you just couldn't see it Mm -hmm. And, I, and what he meant was, um, what I knew he meant was, there is this social devastation that hides behind houses of people who are in such great crisis and need. But the normalcy of our lives oftentimes hide it or, or, or shield us from really understanding it and seeing it. So he was trying to help me see that there there was a devastation greater than an F5 that had been grinding through our communities uh, for decades, and so what COVID has done again, it's it's uh, it's revealed. Um, well, we I just had a meeting this morning with a, a community group, a collaboration I'm a part of, and we were talking about social capital and and how people desperately need right now. There's isolation is the most deadly thing for many people, which is why our suicide rates are skyrocketing right now, depression rates, all these things that, you know, we, we concentrate on uh, the, the medical, physical side, but we're, we're missing the emotional, mental, Social side of this, and and the the damage that's being done. So, because people in the demographic, for the most part, that we work with are already, we call them um, social deserts. You've heard of food deserts in cities. Well, a greater desert than a food desert is a social desert. Desert, where you do not have. The community or the relationships to sustain you within within a crisis in which you face, and so what our community has done is been resilient. It's this has been the most beautiful time of watching the Holy Spirit and the community of Christ sustain people. Uh, You know, First First Thessalonians. No, Paul says, I nurtured you like a mother. Uh, I comforted you, and I exhorted you, and I, um, I, I, I did what a father does. I encouraged you, uh, just like a father encourages his children. And and so that's what the community does. We we're really. I don't see us as horizontal relationships. I mean, I see us as uh, vertical relationships. I see us as horizontal relationships. I, I'm as broken as the next person in my own special way, just like you're broken in your own special way. And when we recognize our own brokenness and we bring uh, a reality to our relationships, we encourage each other and we, uh, we help each other spur one another on to a a a greater work as we spiral up as we deal with what what we've got to deal with not ignoring it not pretending like it doesn't matter it doesn't it isn't existing but to just keep going um that perseverance that you know, our suffering produces perseverance, perseverance, character, character, hope, and hope does not disappoint us mm-hmm. because God has poured out his love into our hearts by the Holy Spirit. So we have seen an increase of faith and care and love. The community is better because of COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's kind of a weird thing to say, but it is. It's true. And it doesn't mean that it's been easy. It just means we've had to shift and understand how much even more relationship and connection between people is a priority. Uh, You know, it's it's like a a red flashing light always going on in your mind that we have to care for one another, we have to care for it. In normal times, we're not thinking that as much. Mm -hmm. As a broad community, we're not thinking that. But more and more we're thinking we have to care for one another, we have to care for one
0: another. Great. the metaphor I like of the social desert, do you see more people entering social desert now during COVID? Oh,
1: yeah, and on a, on a broad scale, you can't help, but you know, our newspaper today uh, uh, had the front, the front page of the newspaper of the Joplin Wilkes was, uh, a, we've opened up a behavioral health uh, urgent care, which, you know, you, I've never heard of that before. There's only a few of them in the whole state of Missouri, but we're privileged to have one now. And um, basically what the president of uh, and CEO of Freeman Hospital said was, Paula Baker said that, as they look at the numbers of behavioral health issues that we're dealing with, and compared to that tornado that wiped out a third of our city, and, and COVID right now, COVID, is having a greater impact on the mental and emotional and spiritual health of this city than, than that tornado did. And that's hard for me to wrap my head around because that was so horrific, but that's the, what, that's, what's so insidious about this disease. This disease is isolating. It's dividing. It's, um, it's, it's it's doing things to us that we don't even realize. Somebody says like, um, this phone uh if if there's an app running in the background that i don't know about and all of a sudden my battery goes down so fast i can't quite what's going on here i just it doesn't usually run down halfway through the day but if you have an app in the background that's sucking a lot of energy off that phone it's going to die quicker and that's what's happening to us we don't even realize this cloud this oppression this isolation this this fear this anxiety that just lives with us like a like a a, a, you know a spiritual ghost that's sucking life out of people and um and so we have to figure out ways God made us uh that we energize together that's why he said don't quit getting together as some are in the habit of doing but encourage each other and all the more as you see the day of God approaching. So we have to figure out in these days how to connect in on every level, and especially for those who are in a social desert and need the oasis of God's people and God's spirit.
0: And so again, back to the name, God's resort, right? That's that oasis element. I'm sure they're shining brighter and uh, becoming more attractional and attractive to people in that desert, going. I think I can get some sustenance here. I can get yeah. some fellowship here. I can get some hope here. I can get some help here, and uh, that's a good we thing. Did,
1: we did not stop meeting uh, the whole time. We did our social distance and we did our mask, but we we did not stop because we couldn't. Yeah, it was there was something uh, greater at work, and so. Um, we, we really stepped out in faith and trusting God that, you know, we're going to keep meeting and we're going to be wise, but we we're, we're not going to quit meeting together. And, uh, you know, we've only had three cases, uh, in our community. And, you know, uh, that's kind of, I think that's pretty phenomenal. Um, you know, no, we're, we're grateful. Yeah. To your
0: point about some of the, this cloud creating um, the social desert. I was just hearing from a news report two days ago that said that a new phenomenon they're finding out is that protesters who are dealing with the big race, racial matter and really have and are wanting to express their voice in, in good, good protesting but doing it day after day after day, they're noticing a PTSD kind of a thing that's happening to them because it's so emotionally encompassing and yet there's no resolution right and, yeah, and so are you seeing anything
1: like that the thing about ptsd yes i mean we were just talking about that this morning even talking about uh, how <laughs> P- ptsd the process in which it really reveals itself or makes itself manifest in people and it's in the, about the six months after a an event or certainly like this a continuing event that uh your body cannot continue to process and and hold up uh the way it would normally hold up and so now is about the time when we're going to see even more um damage done on the emotional spiritual and mental uh front of this of this pandemic.
0: Well, we've we've got to start bringing this to a close. Uh, It's been, my goodness, here we are at 20 minutes. But how can any listener, where do they need to go to be able to, in some way, help? I know you depend on donations, on volunteerism, on expertise, on prayer. Where can they
1: go, Jay, to say, I want to make a difference here? Well, we're on Facebook, God's Resort, and uh, in Joplin, and we also have a a, a website www.godsresortjoplin.org, and those two places you're going to be able to find everything you would want to know about God's Resort. And and yes, we are a people place, and so, and uh, and our 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 ministry is almost completely funded by individuals uh, I think two percent by churches, and the rest of it is uh, individuals who've just come to be convicted with us that we have to have a place and a home for people in transition.
0: And moving this from the time of the tornado to then a calling your heart and that of your lovely wife, um, how many years has God Resort existed and, and now up to 39 units
1: you say you have? So when did you start it officially? We unofficially just started showing up in 2006. We became a 501C3 and bought the property in 2007 uh, and, so. Uh, so it's it's now we're, we're right along. and if you are as a viewer
0: are hearing about this and you're not in Joplin but would want to know advice. I know Jay has been called on multiple times in both our great state of Missouri, but also other places around the country as well. And I know you'd be willing to entertain a call or a Zoom visit to say, here's what we've learned here, try it so you can multiply it somewhere else. And he's got big keys of insights from those years of experience. So Jay, any final comment you want to tell
1: us and share before we sign off here? We're probably in the best days of the church right now, and God is stirring up some things that are. Uh, he is, he is taking this, uh, these challenges of uh, division, hatred, disease, and he is uh, turning us towards him. And I've never seen the level of, uh, of ground we um, we call them fires, spiritual prayer fires. They're, they're just popping up everywhere. I, I literally feel like I go from one prayer meeting to another. It's it's amazing what God is doing. And so I just wanna encourage everybody, these, the Holy Spirit is on the move. He is, he's taking this thing and this is his story. This, and we're just gonna to have to get on just uh, recognize that things are gonna be different There is some suffering that we're having, and there's going to be more to come, but God, He leverages. He's leveraging this for His glory.
0: Amen, amen. Best days are ahead. Absolutely. Jason Claire, thank you. Blessings to thank you. you to all of you who've been listening today to Jason Sinclair and talking about what God is doing through God's resort in this town of Joplin, Missouri. We hope it's blessed you. Again, he shared that you can find him on Facebook. You can talk and connect with him there. And maybe there's something God's touching your heart to both financially help, to come and volunteer, to learn so you can replicate in another town near Joplin, Missouri. So we love God and we love Jesus. And I'm so thankful for the fact that while there may be these spiritual deserts, he described that when we get in with God, he is this great metaphor of taking and spiraling us upward always. Jay, thank you for your insights. Thank you you at home for watching and listening. If you've been blessed, share it with somebody else and on your social media account. Calendars and on your channels as well. And uh, we do have podcasts for this available. So, again, from us here at GMPI to all of you, have a wonderful day and may your faith always be greater than your fear.
1: God bless you. Amen.